सोन अर्जुनस रिक्वेस्ट भगवान इज शोइंग हिम इज विराट रूप विश्व रूप द कॉस्मिक फॉर्म ऑफ दैट सुप्रीम ईश्वर द फॉर्म इन विच एवरीथिंग एग्जिस्ट एंड टू कॉम्प्रीहेंड दैट वन रिक्वायर्स अ स्पेशल विजन otherwise one can only imagine about it but to comprehend to see it as though one requires a special vision it's like if we want to see our face in the mirror we have to stand in front of the mirror sufficient light and all should be there then we can see similarly to see this cosmic form proper vision is required yes as an individual as a little being we don't have that vision to comprehend the totality and that is the very way we are functioning that is the very way we are this body and all is made it's like a wave cannot comprehend the vastness of the ocean the wave can at the most be able to see other waves and only the few waves which are around but the vastness of the ocean cannot be comprehended by the wave only the ocean will know what is what it means to be an ocean but the ocean can give a special vision to a wave so that is what has happened here ishvara himself is uh, in the form of krishna and he has given a special vision to arjuna to see his cosmic form so in the beginning arjuna saw so many devatas and the siddhas and rishis he saw the sh- uh, shining light bhagwan's brilliant form then he started seeing the all the kauravas dying and going into bhagwan's mouth and he is chewing them and enjoying and arjuna started becoming more and more scared and finally he uh, he told bhagwan that i am getting scared and uh, please tell me who you are and bhagwan said that i am kalaha i have taken this form of a kala to destroy this entire world all this all these rakshasas and all these negative people i will destroy all them kalos me i am kalaha and i have already killed them i have they have there uh, though we experience the uh, present then we experience the future but the future has already happened as far as bhagwan is concerned the future has already happened now it is just uh, the thing is going on it's like a, the play is already written then it is uh, presented in front of the audience but it's already written and the conclusion is already given 
Similarly, Bhagwan says, I have already finished the war and everyone is destroyed. So you just become a nimitta, nimitta matram bhavasavya sachin. So Arjuna, after realizing the greatness of Ishvara, is, uh, is doing his tuti. So this is a very beautiful prayer where Arjuna says, Tane Rishi Kesha, that whatever you are doing and whatever is there is appropriate. That the whole world is praising you and worshipping you, that is appropriate. And the Rakshasas are getting frightened and running in all directions, that is also proper. And all the Siddhas are doing Namaskar to you, that is also proper. Because uh, why not? Why not do Namaskar to you? You are the greatest and you are even the creator of the creator. You are even before Brahmaji, the creator. You are that infinite lord of all the devatas and the very abode of this whole world. You are beyond both manifestation as well as the unmanifestation. Arjuna continues with his uh, stuti. Let us chant verse number 30a. Swamadi Deva Purusha Puranaha. Swamasya Vishwasya Param Nidhanam. Vetthasi Vedyancha Parancha Dhamma. Swayatatam Vishwamanantarupa. Swayatatam Vishwamanantarupa. You are the first God. First God means you, are, you were there before the creation. And you, from you only this creation has come. And from you only all the little, little devtas have also come. You are the origin, not only of this world of matter, but you are also the origin of all beings, even all the devatas. So even if all, whatever devtas we can imagine, you are before those devtas also. They also have a limit. They also have a beginning. But you are, you are without any beginning. You are before everything. That is what Ishvara is. That is what God is. God is before everything. Before this creation. Before time also happened. Before space also came into existence. Before matter came into existence. Before all beings came into existence. That pure existence, consciousness and bliss. Satchidananda Brahma was there, is now and will remain in future also. Swatvam Adidevaha, you are the Adidevaha. Purushaha, you are Purusha. Purusha means not man, but Purusha means one who pervades the Pura, one who pervades the entire our body, as well as this whole world is like a Pura, like a big city, big kingdom. And you pervade the entire this world. Therefore you are called Purusha. One who pervades. Pura. Pura means to go enter and fill. So you have filled the whole world with yourself. 
therefore you are called purusha means there is not a single atom which is not pervaded by you which is devoid of you everything is is pervaded by that supreme reality alone there is nothing which is which is not divine there is nothing in this world which is non divine there might be something expression of that divinity which from our standpoint might be good and bad for example for us poison might be bad and amrut and or medicine might be good but as far as the divinity is concerned poison also is divine and that nectar is also divine that is also divine and life is also divine everything is pervaded by that divinity even bad people are equally pervaded by that same divinity but one should try to avoid the bad it's like the tiger is also divine the the cow is also divine but one should avoid going and petting the tiger so that will be the last experience so everything is divine purusha therefore it's called purusha puranaha very ancient god is ancient but puranaha that's very beautiful word pura api navam though ancient always new always fresh and that we can experience in the present moment see however much the time moves the present moment is always fresh there is something special about the present moment because the presence of that supreme is there which can be experienced in the present moment whenever we will experience god we will experience him in the present moment only we will not experience him tomorrow we will not experience him yesterday we will experience him now whenever our experience of the divinity will be there it will be in that now in the present moment is always though very ancient with respect to this world with respect to all the beings one says very very ancient he was before everyone but at the same time always new always present so pura api navam puranaha chirantanah swamasya vishvasya param nidhanam and you are the the supreme abode of this whole world the whole world exists in you everything exists in you the whole world is science is trying to find out whether there is a some some object outside in which the whole world exists but the world of matter exists in something subtler than matter it exists not only in uh, the world which we experience we experience in our mind but that mind itself exists in that pure consciousness so you cannot experience anything without the mind you can try it don't try without the mind we can't experience anything 
whatever we are experiencing this world through the senses behind the senses there is a mind so whatever experience we have it is translated by the mind it is the experience of the mind it's just a just a different modification of the mind but where does this mind exist this mind exists in consciousness and where does this consciousness exist it exists in itself it doesn't require any other space or object or things to exist it exists in fact it is of the very nature of existence itself when we say something exists the the very concept of existence is something different from from what we see like for example i say this book exists so even if i if i see the book under microscope i might see the atoms i might see the molecules and all but what is the meaning of the book existing that very factor because of which it is experienced as existing is that existence principle which we call god or which we call reality so it is the very substratum of this entire world so if you remove existence from the world nothing will exist substratum is that if you remove it that thing fall down suppose the table is supporting the book if you remove the table the book and all will fall down similarly what supports the world the concept or the 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 essence what we call existence you remove existence everything will fall off anyway what is means is bhagwan is the very support adhar of this world tvam vishvasya tvam asya vishvasya you are the nidhanam the very abode and the very support of this vishva which i am saying you are the support you alone you, you alone are expressing as this vishva when you stop expressing there is no vishva it's like the dancer when a person is dancing we see the beautiful wonderful dance okay. then after some time the person just sits quietly then one wonders where is the dance just now there was a dance where is it where is it we look everywhere we don't find that dance anywhere because the dance is there in that dancer it has become one with that dancer the dance was supported by the dancer the dance cannot exist without the dancer but the dancer can exist without the dance the world is the dance of god therefore some, uh, it is depicted sometimes like lord shiva dances and the whole world comes into being and then again the whole world goes into him so the whole world is supported by that cosmic person the reality who oh, i don't understand all this says he is the ultimate who understands everything vetasi beyond everyone behind everyone who understands anything behind that is that consciousness behind that is that ishvara when i say i understand something that understanding is because of that consciousness only and that consciousness is that supreme reality god 
so he is the vetta vetta see he is the knower behind everyone it might appear that all of us are knowing separately and all but all everything and everyone whatever one knows is known by ishvara like in our dream i dream and i have lot of my friends whom i see in my dream and they are great uh, intelligent people they are knowers of various uh, different fields so i ask them some question and they reply also and i am amazed ariva i did not know then when i wake up i come to know that that person whatever he has understood was my knowledge only everything and the one who was asking question was also me and the one who was replying was also me so similarly this entire cosmos there is only one supreme knower and that is god and he alone knows through each and every one so he is at the same time an individual knower as well as the cosmic knower he knows for example the wave he knows the whole ocean not only as waves individual waves but also as ocean so god is the knower of everything in general and he is also a knower in particular god knows not only what an ant is thinking and doing but he also knows the totality in which there are millions of ants and millions of other beings also existing at the same time so vetta see is a cosmic knower he 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 knows not he know, knows not only as a point but as a totality also not only from an individual standpoint but from the totality standpoint so vetta see you are vetta and vedyam and whatever is known that also is yourself whatever is known is also not different from god so knower is also god and what is known is also god whatever is known is also expression of god alone god cannot know non god there is nothing which is different from god which god can know so whatever is known is also divine and the one who knows is also div- that supreme divinity only when we give up our individuality we identify with that totality individuality and totality cannot i mean we cannot remain as an individual and understand that totality we have to drop our individuality then we will be able to understand or identify with that totality when i give up my uh, that ego my my limited concept of myself i come to recognize that divinity who is complete who is full who is total so vetasi you are the knower and vedyam you are that which is known jab param cha dhama also you are that param dham the supreme abode the supreme uh, goal of all beings the supreme 
abode and supreme goal of all beings. Param Chadhama, ultimately one has to merge into you. Our ultimate destination is God. Whether we are accepting or not, whether we think we are religious or not, whether we think we are spiritual or not, it doesn't matter what we think. All of us are moving towards that supreme divinity. It's like the river flowing towards the ocean. If you ask those individual water droplets, where are you going? They may have their own plan and all. They say, I don't like ocean and all. I want to go to the desert. But whatever they say, all of them are moving towards the ocean. Similarly, all of us, all beings are moving towards that supreme divinity alone. And whether we move slowly, whether we move in a haste, hurry, all of us are moving towards it. We are moving towards the ultimate state of enlightenment. And how do we know? Because our evolution is nothing but evolution of awareness only. More and more and more we become aware. As our Pujya Gurudev says that there are the different types of uh, human beings uh, and he names them as, as stone man plant man, animal man, man man, god man. Stone man means one who is not aware of himself and others around. Then slowly we become aware of the surrounding, we become plant man. Then we become aware of our own little ones and our near and dear ones, we become animal man. When our awareness spreads to a wider range, we become sensitive about the society and the uh, country and the world and all, we become man-man, we become human beings. But when we become aware of my real nature and I become aware of the totality, I become God-man. Hmm? I become, I identify with that divinity. And that is our, our journey. Uh, we are moving towards it. Because God is our Param-dham, Param-cha-dhama. Tvaya tatam vishwam anantarupa, he anantarupa, O Lord with infinite form, you have infinite form, you are pervading this entire vishwa. Tvaya tatam, this whole vishwa is tatam, is pervaded by you. Everything is pervaded by you and you alone. So if you want to touch God, whatever we touch, we are touching God only. If we want to hear God, whatever we are hearing is, we are hearing God. So he is pervading the entire. The only thing is, one doesn't recognize. Recognition, to recognize God, we need uh, the help of the teacher, we need the help of the scriptures to recognize. And only when we recognize, we will gain that supreme uh, bliss of recognition. So, Vishwamanantarupa, further Arjuna continues. Vayurya Mognir Varunasya Shankaha. Prajapate Swam Prapitamahascha. Namo namaste stu sahasra kritvaha. Namo namaste stu 
पुनश्च भूयोपी नमो नमस्ते अर्जुन सेज दट ऑल द वेरियस एक्सप्रेशंस ऑफ द देवताज एंड द वेरियस एलिमेंट्स एंड द वेरियस डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ बीइंग्स आर यू ओनली यू अलोन आर वायु यू आर द वायु यू आर द एयर विच वी ब्रीद वायु Yamaha, even the Lord of Death, whom we are so scared of, you are Yamaha. You are the Lord of Death. You alone come in the form of death. You alone come in the form of Vayu. Our life, we breathe, we are alive. That is also you, and death is also yourself. See, when one one is in tune with God, then there is no fear. because life is also god and death is also god then there is no fear but when one is not tuned with god and then we have division that here there is safety here there is danger here there is god here there is no god so there is fear there is all sorts of uh, uh, sorrow and pain one experiences so uh, here arjuna says that you alone are vayuhu you alone are yamaha and you alone are agnihi you are the fire so some uh, devotees or some people they worship fire as god that is also bhagwan you are fire you express as fire then you are varunaha varuna is the god of uh, water varuna varuna devata you yourself are varun also so very different bhagwan himself is fire also and water also though outwardly the nature of fire and water are different but essentially both of them are divine the same divinity is there in both of them shashankaha you are the moon you yourself are the moon so if we don't have uh, would call uh, we need not go to a particular temple to visit and to do namaskar to god we can just look at the moon and remember that moon is also god and do namaskar to, to the moon shashankha shashankha so we don't require a particular place and particular thing if we understand who god is शशांक प्रजापति एंड यू आर द प्रजापति द क्रिएटर ब्रह्माजी यू आर द ब्रह्माजी द क्रिएटर ऑफ दिस होल वर्ल्ड दैट इज ऑल्सो युअर सेल्फ ओनली प्रजापति एंड तम प्रपिता महश्च एंड यू आर द फादर ऑफ द फादर ऑल्सो सो ब्रह्माजी इज कंसिडर्ड एज प्रजापति एज फादर but you are his father also your grandfather you are the father of the creator also so even the creator is born from you exist in you and again merge back into you that pure consciousness in that pure consciousness only arises the the uh, the, uh, the cosmic intelligence and that awareness that i can create and from that comes the entire creation through sankalpa through imagination 
So the entire creation is imagination of this Brahmaji, the cosmic intelligence. And the whole thing is projected. So Prajapati Prapitamahascha. So after addressing Bhagwan as Vayu, Yama, Agni, Varuna, Shashanka, Prajapati and Prapitamaha, Arjuna now does Namaskar. That, that, see, when we see something very great and something supreme, the only bhava which will come in our heart is that humility and Namaskar. Namaskar is the attitude of humility. Namaskar means na mama, that nothing belongs to me. Everything is yours. That attitude also. Na mama. Na mama. Namaskar also is an attitude of surrender. That I am surrendering myself in you. So in Namaskar what we do, we uh, put both our, uh, uh, what you call, palms together. And we bow our head. That we are surrendering to you with all our five organs of action and five organs of perception. And my mana, buddhi, chitta, hankar, with everything, I am surrendering to you. You are the great Lord. Namaha, Namaha, Namaskar to you. See, Namaskar is a great uh, spiritual sadhana also. So, even constantly doing... Uh, Bringing that bhav of namaskar brings that humility and uh, reduces that ego and one is becomes fit to comprehend that divinity, becomes fit to become one with that divinity. So namaha is a, namaskar is a great sadhana. So Arjuna does namaskar, but he is not satisfied. With one namaskar, he says, Namaste to Sahasra Krutvaha. Thousand times namaskar to you. Thousand times. Thousand times namaskar to you. Namaskar, namaskar. See, many times we do namaskar and again we want to stand straight like, because the jokana mushkil ho jata hai. In the good old to touch the feet and do namaskar. But because of our what you call bulging stomach and all we can't bend so much so people they just touch the knee and this pile of go they say but some people they touch the stomach also sometimes because they can't bend so much so stomach is the only thing which they can so namaskar is like completely bending down with lot of humility so physically also when we when we bring that mudra that attitude comes in our mind. So, mind follows the uh, the, the mudra, the, the posture of our body. Mind and body are very much related. So, if we cannot make the mind humble, we should make the body humble. We should bring that uh, posture of humility in the body. Then automatically the mind will follow. Yeah. So this, uh, just like uh, what you call, uh, even like, even some emotions, for example, a person is lying down very comfortably. It's a different posture, no? At home and you're lying down. And then somebody does something 
somebody breaks your favorite uh, cup or something then you don't lie down like that you get up like that. why because that is the posture of anger you cannot get angry lying down like that you can try lying down then you are not really angry to get angry you have to have a different posture in fact to fight with someone also you need to use your this finger and all and point it to that fellow you have done like this and all so to to this that some distance should be there otherwise the fellow cannot fight if you are sitting close to each other it becomes very difficult to fight with that so if somebody trying to fight with you you just go and sit close to that person will find very difficult to point finger so there are certain posture which are which are tuned with our emotions so when we have those emotions those postures come but when we bring those postures forcefully then those emotions also come when we stand in front of the mirror and start doing like this fist and all automatically the anger will also come but if you do namaskar then that namrata will come so that is the that is the science of posture science of mudras also various mudras are there which our rishi munis have studied and given to us so those mudras also help to bring that type of uh, emotions and thoughts in us like we have the chin mudra if we want to meditate and all then chin mudra helps to quieten the mind and help us in focusing our attention on that self so it helps so there are various types of uh, mudras so this is also a mudra namaskar mudra so we we what do you call uh, uh, touch both the palms to each other and bow our head and that is the mudra bhagwan my namaskar hanuman ji also he stands like this the greatest bhakta greatest gnani and bhagwan avatar only shiv bhagwan avatar but he also is like this namaskar mudra he is come here to do the seva so he can't be like uh, sitting on you know this namaskar mudra so here arjuna is doing namaskar namaha namaste stu sahasra krutvaha thousands of time namaskar to you but even thousands of time namaskar did not satisfy him so he says punascha bhuyopi namo namaste again again i am doing namaskar to you again my namaskar to you namostu namaha namaha see after seeing the might and glory and the glamour and the vastness of ishvara arjuna then he had no no other expression which came from him except that namaskar see to bring that humility we should become aware of the greatness in fact pride is a sign that a person is not aware of god pride is a sign that we are buddhu we are not aware that of the greatness of the lord that the that bring come that comes out in the form of pride pride means i am great and and namaskar means you are great you means god is great not namaskar to the worldly people and all huh? god is great 
that is called namaskar and i am great that is called pride so pride and namaskar are opposite to each other they don't go together so those who are very much proud they it becomes very difficult for them to do namaskar even to bhagwan so they will just say hi and go away. So namostu namo namaste stu sahasrakratva punascha bhuyopi namo namaste. But still Arjuna was not satisfied with his namaskar. He wanted to do more namaskar. He says, Namapurastadata prishthataste. Namostu te sarvata eva sarva. Ananta viryamita vikramastvam Sarvam samapnoshitatosi sarvaha Namaha purastat My namaskar to you from front I am doing namaskar to you from front but what about behind? So from I my namaskar to you from behind also. See there is uh, as far as we are concerned there is something called front, something behind and all. But as far as Bhagwan is concerned everything is front only. What can you say behind? There is nothing behind. Everything. Therefore it was said that Bhagwan uh, has got Vishwato Mukham. His Mukha is everywhere. Is looking at us from every direction. So there is no back. So from every side by Namaskar. So Namaha Purastad Atha Prushtataste Namaha. So from behind also my Namaskar. But what about other direction? He says this Namostute Sarvate Eva Sarva. Namaskar from every every side, from every direction, from up, from down, from side, from everywhere, my namaskar to you, my namaskar to you. And there is a great uh, joy actually. Namaskar doesn't mean that one is uh, very uh, sad and this, what to do, I have to do namaskar. Not like that. When one has got love for God and one understands his divinity, even to do namaskar, there is great joy. There is great joy in the expression of namaskar. It's like a child wants to just uh, sit in the lap of the mother. It's like namaskar of the child. He just goes there and surrenders to the mother. So similarly, a devotee surrenders to God. He wants to just sit in the lap of God as though. So that is uh, namaskar also is a great sense of uh, joy because uh, there the ego gets totally annihilated, ego gets dissolved in namaskar, in pure namaskar the ego gets dissolved. And that is what in the mantras also like Om Namah Shivaya we say that Namaha is like I, my namaskar to that Shiva, that pure consciousness, that which is pure auspiciousness, namaskar to you means my surrender to you, I dissolve into you. I don't exist as a separate entity. You alone are there. So, here 
अर्जुना सेस माई नमस्कार टू यू फ्रॉम एवरी साइड नमोस्तुते सर्वत एव सर्व हे सर्व यू आर एवरी वन एवरी थिंग एंड माई नमस्कार टू यू फ्रॉम एवरी साइड अनंत वीर्यम वीर्य अमित विक्रम तम यू हैव अनंत वीर्य इन्फिनिट पावर वीर्य मीन्स पावर एंड अमित विक्रम एंड योर इन्फिनिट एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ दैट पावर इज कॉल्ड विक्रम सी सम पीपल माइट हैव पावर बट दे माइट नॉट एक्सप्रेस इट वन इज टू हैव पावर एंड अनदर इज दैट एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ दैट पावर सो वीर्य इज पावर एंड विक्रम इज द एक्सप्रेशन ऑफ पावर सो यू आर नॉट ओनली इन्फिनिटली पॉवरफुल but you have infinite prowess or expression of that power amita vikramah tvam so all this entire creation is an expression of your power only each and every object of this world is immensely beautiful and powerful even a tiny little ant is such a miracle and such a power one cannot with all our understanding and all we can't create an ant in fact we can't create anything we just add things which are already there okay? just put things together and then we say i have made it maine bana diya hai aaj ka khana maine banaya actually that little girl comes and tells So what did you see? Must have just did something. थोड़ा पानी डाल दिया होगा या कुछ नमक डाल दिया या कुछ मम्मी ने बोल दिया ये करो. So similarly, all the things are already there in this world. We just put them together and we say, I have done it. So it's a ananta virya amita vikramha tvam sarvam samapnoshi and you pervade and. Uh, as you pervade everything sarvam sam sama apnoshi you pervade everything everything what is there in this world is pervaded by you and therefore tata tatah asi sarvah therefore you are everything you pervade everything therefore you are everything you pervade inside and out the space therefore you are space you pervade inside and out the air therefore you are air you are like for example we say this gold ornaments and they are pervaded by gold that means there is nothing other than gold what we call ornaments is just a name what is there is gold and gold alone whatever we touch we are touching gold other than gold nothing is there similarly you are everything and you pervade you pervade everything therefore you are everything sarvam samapnoshi tatah asi sarvah that is that divinity and bringing that divinity into our mind this whole thing is like a meditation so bringing that again and again in our mind our walls and our uh, all the demarcation and our uh, division gets destroyed actually it just falls off and that is the power of contemplation and meditation and prayer prayer means going out of our limitation forcefully our uh, that limitation falls off and one becomes one with that supreme 
It's like that I had given example of that balloon. The air within, it wants to meet the air outside. It wants to meet the total air. So it keeps on praying and as it prays, it as though expands. That balloon expands and finally it just bursts and the air inside and outside becomes one. When we pray for that Lord and when we consider Him as great, the greater we consider God, the smaller the ego becomes. And when we consider God as infinite, ego just disappears. Because in front of infinity, uh, ego cannot. Actually, ego tries to limit God. Ego ka or God ka hamesha competition hota hai. As though. Ego wants to think that I am great. It wants to limit God. But as we pray and as we contemplate and as we understand the greatness of God, the ego starts becoming little, 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 little. And when we understand God as infinite, that very moment, the ego disappears. If we consider God as big, that also is not a very good concept because ego will consider it as small. But when one understands God as infinite, the ego gets dissolved. So that is the principle behind this, our prayer and our contemplation and meditation, that we should dissolve our false identity. And when that gets dissolved, the reality shines forth by itself. So, after after understanding the greatness of Ishwara standing in front of him in the form of Krishna, Arjuna is doing Namaska and suddenly he realized that, oh, is Sakshat Ishwara and all the time I was thinking Krishna was my friend and uh, I was treating him like an ordinary person. But I did not know his greatness. And he felt uh, a deep sense of uh, uh, that guilt and all that uh, he treated him like an ordinary person. So he says in the next uh, verse, it's very beautiful words. Uh, Arjuna's emotions and his great uh, love comes out, pours out from this verse. Sakheti matva prasabham yaduktam. He Krishna he yadava he sakheti. Ajanata mahimanam tavedam. Maya pramadat pranayena vapi. Saketi matva prasabham yaduktam. That ajanata mahimanam tava idam. Not knowing your this mahima. Idam mahima. This what you showed me as this virat rup, the, the cosmic form of yours. It's like we treat even the physical world, we treat an atom and all, but that atom, uranium atom and all, it has got such tremendous power, it can just destroy the whole place. Similarly, Arjuna felt that I treated 
that Ishvara as Krishna, who had come in in this world as Krishna as a particular form, that is called avatar. But that avatar doesn't mean he has become small, but he is expressing through that one individual, through that one form. It's like the ocean, remaining ocean, communicates through one wave. Knowing that I am ocean, remaining an ocean, the but to communicate it with that wave, other waves, it has to talk in the language of the wave. So it communicates through the wave. So Krishna as a as a body, as a human being, at the same features and same proportion and same uh, what you call all the dimensions and all as other human beings. Though he had his own beauty, his own uh, greatness, but he is not a little person. He is that Ishvara only in the form of a human being, Manusha Uttar, huh? but Ishvara only. So that uh, this Arjuna did not know. See, there are some beings, Jivas, who slowly progress in their spiritual journey and come to realize that supreme state of uh, consciousness or that enlightenment. So a jiva comes to know that I am Brahma. He is called an enlightened. Once one comes to know, he is called an enlightened person. It's like the wave which comes to know that I am water. That is called an enlightened wave. But there is an ocean which already knows that it is water. But it also acts like an ocean. That is the Ishvara. Ishvara knows that I am Brahma. It is that Brahma alone. But it also has, he also has tremendous power. Infinite power, infinite knowledge, infinite strength. So he exists at the same time as ocean and also as, as water. I am giving that example. So, wave cannot become the ocean. Wave can understand that I am a water. It cannot become ocean. Jiva cannot become Ishvara. Jiva can understand that essence of me and essence of Ishvara is same. That is Brahma. Hmm. So, here when we talk about avatar, we are talking about that Ishvara alone, knowing his greatness, knowing his strength and power and all his uh, uh, mighty uh, vastness and all, he also assumes, one of his power is to assume a limited form. So he assumes a limited form. That is called avatar. This is the most fascinating thing which the scriptures have revealed. Avatar. So there are jivas, but uh, avatar is not like any other jiva. Avatar is Ishvara only in the form of a jiva. Seems to be like a jiva, but not a jiva. So he behaves, he is born, he has got his childhood, uh, all these pranks and everything. So he behaves like a jiva, but he is Ishvara only. He knows it's like a king who takes the role of a beggar in a drama. So his king is also acting in that drama. 
and all his subjects have also come there and his uh, all these soldiers and others are also there in the audience and king and they know he is the king and he is acting in that drama so even there actually as a beggar he can suddenly shout at them and said kya kar rahe ho everyone will get frightened because though he is acting as a beggar he is the king he has got command he has got power he is not like any other person there similarly though ishvara is has taken that form of krishna he is still ishvara he has got all the powers of ishvara he can if he wants he can lift that govardhan parvat he can drink poison he can do whatever he wants he did also so arjuna suddenly realized that whom i was with i don't not know ajanata mahimanam tava idam that not realizing your mahima maya pramadat pranayena vapi out of uh, out of negligence carelessness or sometimes out of just out of over love or affection for you i just treated you like an ordinary friend i said oh sakha oh my dear friend hi and all we call them friends and high five and all those things so i just treated you as a friend and all and sakha sakha saketi matva prasabham yaduktam and considering you as my just my friend as any other friend friend means equal means i can treat whatever way and we can just fight also then we can make up also and then it doesn't matter and all because equal friend means equal so i treated you as my equal and out of that ignorance about you not knowing you i just called you hey krishna i called you like my friend only hey krishna sometimes i called you as krishna sometimes hey yadava oh yadava and hey sakha oh my friend like that i treated you my equal it's like the wave treating the ocean as equal see wave and ocean are not equal they cannot become equal impossible to become equal wave is wave and ocean is ocean therefore some dwaitis and all they don't like this concept are how can you be god no that i cannot be god but i and god are essentially that same that brahma wave cannot become ocean but wave is also water ocean is also water i can realize my nature i as a wave can realize myself as water that is called getting that state of enlightenment but that wave can never become ocean so as long as i know that i am a wave i have to do namaskar to the ocean wave millions of waves rise in ocean they remain in ocean they merge into ocean ocean is all the waves put together plus much more hmm but just imagine that one wave treating the ocean as its friend so saketi matva prasabham yaduktam he krishna he yadav he saketi ajanata mahimanam tavedam maya pramadat pranayena vapi so sometimes out of negligence carelessness i just talk to you like a ordinary person friend 
or sometimes out of great affection and all. Even out of affection, sometimes we uh, in, uh, say some insulting thing or something, uh, just like that friend, na? friend ko kuch bhi bol, gada bhi bol sakte hai, kuch bhi bol sakte hai, friend. So I must have said. So further he says, he describes in more detail and he asks for forgiveness. Yachavaha sarthama satkruto se bhojaneshu Ekotavapyachutatakshamaksham Tatshamayetvamahamaprameyam Yachya avahasartham asatkruto See, sometimes just to, for, to making fun of you, I might have, I must have used some uh, insulting words and all. Words which are not befitting Ishwara. See, it might be befitting a friend. Friend, you can be casual and you can just say anything and all. Friends don't mind. And we know that they are also equal. Sometimes they say something to you and then you say something to them. So they are equal. It is okay. But not realizing your greatness... I treated you like an ordinary person. Just just imagine the bhava which must be there in Arjuna's mind. Suddenly he saw that giant form of Bhagwan is Vishwaru and then he realized, wow, I never knew that he was Sakshat that. And I treated him. God. So, yachava hasartham Asat Krutosi, just to make fun of you, I must have said something quite insulting. When Vihara, sometimes just Vihara means while walking, just uh, uh, taking a stroll, walk or something hmm, in the garden or somewhere. So Vihara or Shaya or while lying down, sleeping and all, uh, I must have just crack some joke and so on about you. Or asana, or while sitting. While sitting also, two friends sitting together, they will make each other, they will say something or do something, which one may not do it for someone senior or someone great or Bhagwan himself. Bhagwan is sitting next to you, can't just... Bhagwan can say, yaar... You can't do like that. <laughs> How is it going? Hmm? All, all well with you? How is the world going? Hmm? What are you doing about all these bad people and all things are going fine? So like that you can't talk to Bhagwan. So he said I must have spoken. And bhojan issue, while eating also, one makes all sorts of fun and crack jokes and all. So, vihara shayyasana bhojan issue, yacha avahasartham, to make fun of you, asatkrutosi. I must have said something wrong or not proper, with not proper humility and 
respect which is required to address Ishvara. Ekaha Atava Api Achuta Takshamakshwam. Either in in uh, alone or in or in front of you, either away from when when you are not present, I must have said something about you, or I must have said something in front of you, right in front of you. So whatever I said, please takshamaye, please forgive me. Shantavyome shiva shiva shiva. Go Sri Mahadeva Shambhu. Please forgive me for whatever aprada I must have done knowingly, unknowingly. Please forgive me. There is very beautiful, uh, what you call Suti by Bhagavan Shankaracharya Ji. Shiva Pradak Shamapanastotram. In which he asks for forgiveness from Lord Shiva. And the main aparadha, he says, is when a jiva forgets Ishvara, that is the aparadha. That is, as far as a seeker is concerned, as far as a spiritual student is concerned, to forget our goal, to forget Ishvara, to forget our uh, ultimate destination, which is that Ishvara, Brahma itself is our great aparadha. And why we forget? We get involved with the world. So he mentions there that, oh, when I was in mother's womb, I forgot because I was, I did not know. Then when I was born, I forgot because I was busy crying and weeping and eating and drinking and all. Then as I grew old, I mean young and all, I forgot because I was busy indulging in various types of pleasures and this and that, going to school, college and all those things. Then later on also I forgot and when old age came also I forgot because I was busy with all my these problems only, checking my blood pressure and all. So that only, all my time <laughs> got wasted in that and I forgot you. So please forgive me. Tatshamaye, please forgive me, forgive me O Lord. Swam aham aprameyam, you are aprameya. You are beyond all pramanas. You are beyond all comprehension. You need to forgive me because I did not know about you. And you are so vast and so beyond comprehension that I, it was out of ignorance that I must have, I did all whatever. Not that Arjuna did something wrong or he, but just as a friend, if he has uttered something which he should not have, he says, please forgive me. Further, he says, how you should forgive me? He says, Pita silokasya characharasya Twamasya pujasya Twamasya pujasya gururgariyan Natvatsamostyabhyadikakutonyaha Lokatrepya Pratima Prabhava Pitasi Lokasya Characharasya You are the father of this entire world made up of sentient and insentient things. You are the father. 
in the ninth chapter also Bhagwan had expressed himself as the father. Pitahamasya Jagataha Mata Adhata Pitamaha. I am the father, the mother and the grandfather of this world. Father means the very cause from the very source from where the whole world has come into being. You are the father of this world. Pitasi Lokasya Characharasya. From Asya Pujaha, you are the most worshipful. You are the most worshipful. You are one and you are most worshipful. See, all the religions, they talk about God. Only problem happens when we start fighting among ourselves, thinking that there are many gods, that my God is better than your God. God must be looking and smiling, what is this wrong with these people? My God is better than your God. Your God is not good. My God is better. You worship my God, otherwise I will, that God will get angry with you. So there is only one God who is Pujaha, most worshipful, most worshipful. Hmm. Guruhu Gariyan, and who is the Guru, the teacher of this whole world, the greatest teacher of the whole world. You are the great teacher of the world also. In, through, in and through every experience which we get in life, one thing is sure that we learn some lessons. Right? Whether the experience are good or bad, we learn. So as far as, uh, if you just look at it from lessons learned standpoint, then every experience is a good only benefit, beneficial. And sometimes more the terrible uh, experiences, more deeply we learn the lesson. I have learned a lesson, huh? I really learned my lesson, like that people say. But there are some people who commit the same mistake again and again. They are very slow in learning lessons. They repeat the same class, they keep on repeating. But even then, they learn. So, Guru, God is Guru. He, first Guru, He teaches us as Mother. So, God alone as Mother, He teaches. All the little, little kids of all the beings, Bhagwan is there as a Mother, He teaches. So, Mother is the first teacher. Then, all the beings and all the experiences, everything teaches us. So, God alone is the Guru. Great Guru who teach. So you are Gurur Gariyan. Natvat Samaha Asti. There is nobody similar to you of your level. There is nobody equal to you. There are no two, three, four gods. There cannot be more than one god. There are no two, three, four, five, ten gods. So there is nobody equal to you. Natvat Samaha Asti. Hmm? Abhi adhikaha kutaha and what to talk about adhika there is nobody greater than you also matta parataram nanyat kinchit astidhananjayaha in 7th chapter also Bhagavan says there is nobody greater or equal or little lesser than me I alone am so there is nobody other than you similar to you or greater than you natvat samaha asti abhi Adhikaha kutaha anyaha lokatraye api apratim apratim 
Pratima Prabhava. In this all three worlds, you are a Pratim. You are incomparable. There is no Pratima for you. There is no comparison for you. Hmm. Your Prabhav, your greatness, your glory and your strength and your power, there is no comparison in all the three worlds. You are a Pratim. Incomparable. Huh? Nothing is similar to you. See, the, the, sometimes we have to give example. So for God, God alone is the example. How is God? He is, God is like God. How is Ishwara? Ishwara is like Ishwara, you know. And how powerful is Ishwara? He is as powerful as Ishwara. You cannot give any other example. Because for to give example, something else should be there. And it should be as powerful as God. But there is nothing. So the only example is He Himself. So, Apratim, Apratim Aprabhava. Further, Bhagavan says, I mean Arjuna says, Tasmat pranamya pranidhayakayam Prasadayetvam ahamishamidyam Piteva putrasya sakheva sakhyuhu Priya Priyaryar Hasideva Sodhum Tasma, therefore, Pranamya Pranidhaya Kayam, I am doing Namaskar to you and I am bowing down with my body also in front of you. Totally coming down with my entire body, I am just bowing down in front of you. Prasadaye for your to for you to be pleased with me, be pleased with me. Don't be angry with me, be pleased with me. Twamaham Isham Idyam. I am I am doing your stuti. I am worshipping you, I am praising you. Oh Ishwara, be be gracious, be pleased with me. I am doing namaskar to you. And please forgive me. How? Piteva putrasya sakheva sakyuhu, just as the father forgives his son, or like the friend forgives his friend, or like a lover forgives his beloved. Priya priyar yar hasi, deva sodhum, in the same way you should forgive me. I am your son, so please forgive me. I am your Sakha, just as uh, Sakha forgives Sakha, you please forgive me. Just as a beloved uh, is forgiven by the lover or the lover is forgiven by the beloved, you forgive me. Hmm. So father and son, huh? so son might do so many, like here we have example, though it's uh, not a very good example, uh, Dhritarashtra and uh, this, whatever Dhrita, the Duryodhana is to do, Dhritarashtra is to be forgiving him. Apnai bacha hai. Or forgive, forgive, karte, karte, bechari ki jaan chali gai. But that is what the father, out of his greatness and large heartedness, 
forgives the son, whatever that son might do, apradha. Or like a friend, uh, two friends are there, so give and take keeps happening, so they, if they forgive each other. Then two lovers, they also forgive each other. Like that, you please forgive me. Further, Arjuna says, Adrishta Purvam Rishitoshmi Drishtva Bhayena Chapravetitam Manome Tadeva Medarshaya Devarupam Prasida Devesha Jagannivasa Now Arjuna, he is requesting Bhagwan. He says that Adrishta Purvam Rishitosmi Drishtva, that I have seen, I am seeing and I have seen that which was never seen by me also before, by anybody before. I have seen something which is so rare. So I am seeing it now and I am very, very excited and very happy to see your this form. But at the same time, bhayena cha pravvetitam manome, out of fear my mind is getting, what you call, scared, like, I am very, very agitated in my mind, out of fear. So there is fear also, and there is great joy also that I have seen you, I have seen your greatness. That is, that is also great joy. But at the same time, there is fear in my heart. So here Arjuna is requesting Bhagwan ki tadeva me darshaya deva rupam prasida devesha jagan nivasa. He is requesting Bhagwan ki again come back into your that form which you always were. So tadeva me darshaya deva rupam. Please show me that same form of yours. Please proceed, be pleased with me. Hey Devesha, O Lord of all the Devatas. Hey Jagannivasa, the very abode of this whole world. Please come back into your previous form. Which previous form you are talking about? So Arjuna mentions there in the next verse, he says, Kiritinam gadinam chakrahastam Ichamitvam drashtumaham tathaiva Tenaiva rupena chaturbhujena Sahasrabaho bhava vishvamurte Kiritinam gadinam chakrahastam ichamitvam drashtumaham tathaiva I want to see you with that chaturbhuj form, with four arms. Bhagavan had, when he took avatar, he first appeared with the four arms like Vishnu roop. Then he... He came in two arms. So Arjuna says that four arm ropes I want to see. So kiritinam, 
with a crown, gadinam with a club in your hand, and chakra hastam with a sudarshan chakra, ichamitvam drashtum aham tatheva, I want to see you in that form. This with many, many hands and legs and eyes and nose, and so vast form, I am getting scared. So please come into that chaturbhuja form. Tenaiva rupena chaturbhujena, I want to see you in that chaturbhuj roop. In Bhagavat and all it was said that Bhagavan is to appear in these four arms also. Hmm. In fact, there was one person who wanted to imitate Bhagavan. So he also made some artificial arms, two extra, and he is to move around that I am Vasudev and all. And then Bhagavan is to sometimes use his Garuda. So he also made artificial Garuda, this Viman. One day he was trying and he fell down also. So he, it's there in Bhagavad, some story is there. I don't know the detail, but uh, it was there. So Bhagavan is to appear in Chaturbhuj, but most of the time he was with Dvibhuj, with two arms. So here Arjuna says, please, I want to see you in Chaturbhuj form. He Sahasrabaho, O Lord of infinite hands or thousands of arms, please come in four arms. So Tenaeva Rupena Chaturbhujena Sahasrabaho Bhava Vishwamurti, O Vishwamurti, O Lord of the entire world or the whole world is your form. The entire world is your form. You have thousands of arms, but I want to see you in that in that uh, form which i am used to you please come back in that form i have i had this great joy of seeing you your vishwaroop i i liked it i enjoyed but at the same time i am filled with fear also so please come in your simple form samya roop so that is the request then what happens, that we will see in our class tomorrow.